Mike Dell's World for Labor Day, September 1st, 2008. I'm out here at the Lake Ann house where I started the Benzoid Report. <laughs> but, uh, you probably don't care about that. I'm out here because uh, we're trying to rent the place. Got tired of trying to sell it and I uh, think we're going to rent. So, I've got a series of appointments set up today uh, to meet with people that want to take a look at it, to rent it. So it's been going fairly well. I think uh, I've got two prospects that are definitely interested. So, that'll be a good thing. And, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm out here where I started the Benzoid Report, if you can find Benzoid Report number one. I'm sitting right here. I'm going out the door. I'm sitting right here on my uh, front porch where I'm sitting right now looking at all the trees and leaves. And <laughs> it's beautiful out here. I get homesick when I come out here because I, I, I do really, really like this place. It's just not big enough. It's kind of interesting. It's been 90 degrees every day here all weekend. Today, by the way, is Labor Day, September 1st, I believe. Yeah, September 1st, 2008. And like I say, it's uh, been been like 90 degrees all weekend, and sunny, and come out here. And I hadn't been out to the house since May. I hadn't been out to this house since May. I walk in the door and it's it's 67 degrees according to the thermometer in there, and no air conditioning, no nothing. It's it's amazing. I always remember that about this house. It was always kind of cool. I mean, cool in the temperature sense. <laughs> so, anyway, had an interesting weekend. To uh, to the casino Friday night with my brother-in-law. Played a little craps and ended up uh, winning some money, which is always good. It's better than I did in Las Vegas <laughs> a few weeks ago, so that's that's all right. And then uh, let's see, my uh, brother and sister-in-law and their kids came into town well Friday afternoon. So, and then uh, Saturday my father and mother-in-law and my niece and her husband and child came into town and Saturday afternoon after my radio show we uh, had a little picnic over at our house and had a bunch of aunts and uncles and my folks and just a bunch of people uh, over at the house and that was nice and built a big bonfire in the backyard campfire and out there till well I don't know one in the morning probably and that was fun. And then uh, yesterday, Sunday, everybody went home Sunday morning except for uh, my uh, father and mother-in-law. And they uh, they hung around when we went out to dinner over at Sheldy's Grill, one of our favorite little hangouts. And they and then afterwards we went out to the casino again, you know, because they don't have a casino. So whenever anybody's in town, we always got to go to the casino. <laughs> I didn't gamble. I 
walked around and acted like I was going to, but, you know, I won some pretty good money there uh, Friday night. I didn't want to give any of it back, you know. It's always nice to, to have, have money uh, from them instead of giving money to them. So, anyway, <laughs> so that's what I did last night. And this morning we sent them off to, to back home and I came out to the house here and did a little cleanup. Like I said, I hadn't been out here since May and I'm actually amazed that the yard looks as good as it does. I mean, you know, definitely a, a contender in the weed growing contest, but uh, nothing the weed whacker won't take care of uh, in short order. Got a little bit of leaves to move around and all that. And, guess next week uh, when we decide who we're going to rent to, because like I said, it's one of those deals. we got, uh, you know, several people interested. But when we decide who, we'll uh, go get the paperwork done and all that, and uh, I'll come out here and turn the water on and hope all the pipes survived. And, and uh, so I might have a little bit of uh, home maintenance to do out here before uh, everybody gets moved in. So that'll be interesting anyway. Uh, <coughs> the place really hasn't changed, the area here. <laughs> All the trees look about the same, a little bigger. The thing that amazes me is I had this little clump of myrtle. I don't know if you know what myrtle is. It's like a ground cover, you know, leafy, dark green thing grows in the woods. Anyway, I had a, just this little clump of myrtle. I, I, I don't think it was maybe a, you know, a little 12-inch round patch of myrtle that I'd put over in the corner of the backyard. I'm looking at it now. There's probably a 10-foot patch of it. Uh, and it's just spreading like wildfire, <laughs> which is good because uh, myrtle is good ground cover, and it always looks good, and you don't have to mow it. So the only issue you have with it is when all the leaves fall on top of it, you got to rake the leaves off. But that's not too terrible. It's, it's pretty tough stuff. So, so anyway, that's been uh, what I've been doing this weekend. I guess that's kind of lame. I'm looking at the screen door on this side. And looks like it's got a little rotting going on. So I might have to do a couple of screen doors. Uh, geez, I don't know, it's been a while since I've used the portable recorder here, so I don't know. Uh, let's see, oh yeah, the real estate lady's uh, lockbox on the door. I'm going to have to give that back to her. We're going to take it off the market again for a while. What the heck. Anyway, like I said, just a little quickie update from where it all began. Now that it's Mike Dell's world. I don't know if I like that either, but, you know, it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. So that's what I'll call it. And besides that, you know, mostly just friends that listen to this. And, and that's good. So if you're listening, you're a friend. Or not. Who knows? <laughs> Potential friend. So that's cool. Uh, 
Alright, I'll pause this for a while. I don't quite have the trucker two times ability to just ramble on. Of course, he turns this on and off. And that's, I guess that's good. Alright, we're back with you. Just uh, finished up showing the rental house one more time. I'm just getting my stuff together to head back to town. And, uh, looks like we're not going to have any problem renting it. I uh, just have to make a decision on uh, who we want. Um, all that good stuff. Um, golly, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> anyway, i got to shut down the MacBook here. And Brought out a little table and a lawn chair to sit, or a folding chair to sit in the living room here. Since there's no furniture out at this house, uh, phone just sucks the juice when you use it for uh, internet access. With the BlackBerry and I can do the tethered internet. So there we go. Got the MacBook shut down. Anyway, I started recording a couple times about uh, this guy at work that, uh, well anyway, he uh, was, you know, overweight a little bit, you know, 200 pounds or two something, and definitely out of shape, and he was, I don't know, you know, around 40. And he uh, got this book, and I don't know the name of the book right offhand, and I will, uh, I will tack it on to this podcast toward the end, or well, anyway, at some point. So I'll let you know what the name of the book was, but basically it's a uh, running program. Let me make sure I got the mic in the right, uh, right jack on the recorder here. I don't use this recorder that much. But anyway, uh, he's started jogging, or running, like, you know, jogging is what we used to call it in the 70s and 80s, and now they just call it running. And anyway, he dropped about 40 pounds. Uh, he did that, started that about a year ago. It's a program where you, you know, walk so long, run so long, and, you know, do it uh, over time. And at the end of six weeks, you're supposed to be able to run three miles. You know, that's assuming you're not uh, morbid, morbidly obese or uh, have other problems, which neither is the case with me. Sorry about the echo and the noise. <laughs> Let's see here. I have all my keys. But anyway, he had dropped 40 pounds and uh, was, you know, running, you know, four, five, six miles a day, seven miles a day. I mean, he was running a lot. I don't know if, don't know if I'd want to do that quite to that extent, but who knows. But anyway, I ordered the book. So September 15th is my day. I'm going to uh, take and uh, let me make sure the door's shut and locked. But anyway, on the 15th, I'm going to... Uh, Start the program. I should have the book. Ordered it from Amazon. Uh, 
don't know, about uh, two, three days ago, so should have it. Oops. Ding, 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 ding. Of course, my car sounds more like a Cessna right now. Since uh, i got a hole in the exhaust pipe. So. There. And, uh, so anyway, that's the story. And I'm going to quit, quit the cigars, which I don't smoke that many of anymore anyway. So I'm going to totally quit those. Hey, I had to make sure I didn't leave my cigars in the house. And uh, start the jogging routine, or the running routine. So I'll give you updates on that probably over at the, at the blog at mikedell.com. And I see they're uh, building another house. Yeah, they crammed a house in. And this is out in the woods, so there should be a lot more room. But they crammed a house in. A little dinky lot in between two houses here. I'm sure that's made the neighbors really happy. Especially since there's lots of houses for sale around here. I took a tootle around the neighborhood. I haven't been here in a while. See, I go off on a tangent when I'm uh, talking. Oh, geez. He must have moved. One of the neighbors. He's got a for sale sign in front of his place. Huh. So, yeah, it's lots of, lots of stuff for sale down here. It's like it is everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but Michigan is especially bad for real estate. So I picked a good time to try to sell a house, I guess. Not really, but picked a really good time to rent one, apparently. But we got 20 phone calls uh, from an ad we placed in, in the paper on Friday. This was just in the newspaper. I also uh, stuck an ad up on Craigslist and used a different phone number. Ironically, I didn't get any calls from Craigslist, so I don't know what that means exactly. But anyway, <laughs> interesting stuff. Back to the jogging thing, I, I don't know, uh, just been hearing all kinds of good benefits from it. I know it's, it, you know, even to me it doesn't sound like fun, but I guess once you get into it and you start seeing progress and you start feeling better, that it really, uh, really does make a, a really good difference in how you feel and all that. That's kind of what I'm thinking about, you know. It's uh, been a really long time since I've done any major exercise, and my wife, she uh, she's lost uh, 90 pounds or so uh, by doing yoga and working out at the at the uh, gym. But I can't see paying somebody to work out at a gym. That just that just isn't my speed. You know, I mean, I could. I can find something useful to do instead of just moving weights around for the sake of moving weights around or running on a treadmill. Uh, you know, heck, I'd rather do a little sightseeing while I'm running instead of doing it on the treadmill. <laughs> this other friend of mine, I probably told told this story before, but uh, I've been known to repeat myself. He uh, 
dug his own basement for his house. You know, he wasn't in any hurry to get it dug and needed to lose some weight and get in shape, so uh, he proceeded to get the shovel out and dug the hole. And then uh, that had the mason come in and you know, pour the basement and, and do the walls and the, the blocks and whatever. And, and then the next year he added on to the house we dug that out by hand, and then he, he decided he wanted to try his hand at masonry and, and uh, put the blocks and the walls and the floors and everything in himself. And it's a real do-it-yourselfer. <laughs> by the way, that's uh, John uh, uh, Duckmeister over on uh, Twitter, uh, www.rubberduckland.com or rubberduckland.tv going to be doing a video podcast for children over at rubberducklandtv.tv and uh, of course he sells rubber ducks and all sorts of other rubber ducky paraphernalia over at rubberduckland.com you see they've done some clear cutting out here well, that sucks but well I guess it has to be done every now and again so, anyway, sorry I'm getting sidetracked again <laughs> So anyway, my, uh, my thing is I'm uh, definitely going to do the jogging thing. That friend from work, by the way, after a year, he, he ran a marathon uh, this, this summer after, uh, after a year of doing this program. And, uh, there's another, another guy at work that uh, did a similar thing a few years before. And I don't know if he does marathons, but I know he does uh, 10K races and stuff. Of course, Jeff Heinz over at... Uh, Raw Voice, he's a, a marathoner. <laughs> I guess run the Bar Boston Marathon before. Or, eh, maybe not the Boston. I know he's doing the New York Marathon. Or that's what I've heard. So good for him. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can do this without uh, causing any injury. That's my goal. And, uh, so it'll give me a uh, Something to do. Something, uh, give me another reason to go listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And maybe even podcast. I don't know, though. I think uh, I might uh, be a little too huffy-puffy when I'm uh, running to, to try to do any coherent podcasting. But it's, uh, it is funny. Uh, uh, Steve over at Fidipidation's podcast, I just started listening to that, you know, since why not? I'm getting into running. And, uh, man, when he runs and, and podcasts, he does pretty good. Of course, you'll notice he, he edits a lot, so you'll see, or you'll see, you'll hear him running, but you'll hear him talking without running <laughs> over top of his running. So I think he uh, adds uh, commentary as needed, but that's all right. So, so far, a couple I've listened to have been very informative and interesting, and even a little entertaining. That's, I guess, the goal. So, so wish me luck on that. <laughs> like I said, it's totally against my uh, uh, nature, I guess, to, to do that. But I guess sometimes you just got to jerk yourself out of the comfort level and out of your comfortable spot and uh, you know, just go do something. That just seemed like a reasonable thing. And besides that, all it costs is some running shoes and hopefully not any doctor bills, but maybe. 
uh, you know, as opposed to buying a you know a fancy bicycle or or a gym membership or any of that. I really don't have any interest in that. So that's just fine. Ooh, little town of Lake Ann's looking good. Kind of makes you yawn when you go through. That's good. <laughs> but, uh, coming out of Lake Ann, headed towards town and, and home, such as it is. Uh, oh yeah, I better plug in the Blackberry at uh, using it as a uh, modem, as I was doing earlier. It definitely takes its toll on the battery. You do it through Bluetooth. Whenever you turn on the Bluetooth, it, uh, it just sucks battery. That's uh, alright. I got the charger here in the car. Hopefully the background noise isn't too bad. I got the AC cranked. It's, well, let's see, it's 89 degrees, which is pretty warm for Labor Day, I would think. You know, I don't usually, we don't usually get 90 degree days uh, too often in late August, early September. Today's September 1st, Labor Day. See, but maybe five minutes of the Jerry Lewis telethon this year, so that's just good. Not that I mind it, but I only get uh, 14 channels or 15 channels on the TV, and kind of hate to have three of them blocked up with Jerry Lewis. But since we were busy with other stuff, I didn't have to worry about television or what was on it and what wasn't on it. with you. Probably you didn't notice. I had you on pause. Still driving back home. I don't know how I did this commute every day. It actually wasn't bad. I, I enjoy commuting. They give me time to, well, at the time I wasn't listening to podcasts all that much. But uh, when I lived out to Lake Ann, I had the XM radio and I used to listen to that. You know, give you time to wind up for work and wind down for, uh, you know, coming home. Now I've got a two-minute commute, and that's okay. One of the big news things that I uh, don't know as I said anything in the last podcast, or if I did, it wasn't much. We have a new new member in the household, in the family. Not new to the family, but new to the household. My uh, cousin's boy, uh, Bill, he uh, came to live with us. He's 14, uh, be 15 in February. So my wife and I are now the guardians of a uh, teenager who's uh, starting ninth grade uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. He's a very smart, very smart kid. And, and uh, seems to be well behaved. It's kind of a raw deal. I won't go into the grisly details because there is family that listen. But uh, kind of a raw deal in the school systems down in uh, South Florida. So he's going to come up here and go to school uh, during the school years. 
and then uh, go back to Florida in the summertime. <laughs> She's going to be a reverse snowbird. <laughs> He's never seen snow in his life. He's going to like Traverse City. <laughs> or not. But it'll be interesting. He's a uh, surfer and snowboarder, not snowboarder, but surfer and, uh, and skateboarder. Yeah, goes everywhere on the skateboard. Like, you know, everybody else would ride their bike somewhere. He does it on a skateboard. He's got one of those long, they're called long boards, and the wider wheels and whatever. And he can go right down the street or the bike path. And of course, we live right on a nice bike path. Sorry about the exhaust noise. I do plan on getting that fixed soon. <laughs> but not today. Anyway, uh, got him enrolled in the uh, local high school and seems to be uh, doing quite well. Uh, his test scores, they got his test scores and records up from the Florida school and showed that he was uh, well above average for his grade level, which hopefully is not going to be a problem. You know how that goes. You know, sometimes you're smart. You know, when you're 14, you know everything. <laughs> and I'm sure he's no exception. But we've, he's been here uh, about a week now uh, and uh, seems to be settling in quite nicely. And, uh, even has a fan club of all the, the lo local neighborhood uh, teenage girls, <laughs> which has been kind of interesting. Uh, the other night, or the last night, when we came home from the casino uh, with Kathy's folks and Billy had went, you know, skateboarded home from Sheldy's there and was in on the computer and we get there and there's uh, three of the neighbor girls uh, sitting over on the neighbor's porch and they come over and said, tell Billy to come outside because you know, we had told him that, you know, we can't have any girls in the house when we're, uh, when we're not there and uh, of course he's been kind of trying to avoid them so <laughs> I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, it's kind of funny. And, uh, uh, anyway, I guess when you're a teenager, that makes sense. But really, uh, <laughs> it seemed a little weird to me. So anyway, so on top of uh, being new landlords soon, we're uh, going to be new uh, quasi-parents. Uh, should be a new experience. But I'm sure we're fully capable of whatever needs to be done. At least I hope so. Anyway. Well, really, uh, this road that I'm on, it's uh, one of the main drags from west, Traverse, west of Traverse City, all the communities out this way had been falling apart really bad. There was potholes everywhere and they patches on top of patches on top of patches on the on the asphalt. Well they came through uh, this summer and completely resurfaced it. I mean they tore up the old road, ground it up, and put down new uh, asphalt. And man is it nice. And, uh, did it the whole length uh, from the county line all the way into town. 
that's really nice. They put some nice wide shoulders on it, so uh, those who are riding scooters or pedal bikes or whatever have a little paved shoulder to ride on. That's kind of nice. I assume uh, when the snow flies, it'll be plowed so the snowmobiles can go on a hard packed area. And there's a rumor that says that the state is, well, it's not a rumor, the state has signed a law that, uh, that the individual counties can make up their mind whether or not they want to want off-road vehicles on the shoulder of the roads, you know, like uh, ATVs and golf carts and you know, three-wheelers, four-wheelers, whatever. And uh, rumor has it this county is going to allow that, so it'll be interesting to see everybody riding their... Uh, three-wheelers and four-wheelers up and down the road, uh, golf carts, <laughs> or on the, on the sides of the roads. But, yeah, why not? Uh, you know, they've allowed snowmobiles on the shoulder of the roads forever, and won't uh, see why it would be any different to have ATVs or even dirt bikes, I think. Not positive. I think, it, I think you have to have an off-road vehicle sticker, which you can do with a road bike, so I imagine road bikes would be allowed. I mean, dirt bikes. That might be kind of handy for, you know, somebody that, that uh, has a dirt bike. Well, they get reasonable fuel mileage. You know, maybe they, you know, if they could commute on a county road, they could uh, commute on their dirt bike. Certainly be cheaper uh, than uh, driving a car or whatever. In the winter times, you know, as I said, there's a lot of snowmobiles. A lot of people do that on snowmobiles. I guess I don't know too many that commute to work on a snowmobile, but I'm sure it's done. And why not, you know? It's, it's perfect country for that up here, you know? Snow usually sticks after Thanksgiving or thereabouts and uh, doesn't really melt off till, you know, middle of March or end of, the Mar end of March, so might as well uh, get some use out of it. I don't need a snowmobile. I, uh, from what I remember of them, they were a maintenance hog. Always had to, you know, always had something breaking down on them. And, and, uh, I just really don't need uh, another machine to take care of. Bad enough, I got the two road bikes and three cars and camper. And that's uh, that's really enough. That's the same reason I don't have a boat to speak of. My dad and I, ha you know, technically my dad and I own a uh, 1951 Chris Craft cabin cruiser, which has actually been sitting in his backyard for six or seven years. <laughs> so we decided not to uh, mess with that for a while, but I think we'll, we'll probably uh, get it out next year and get it painted, get the engine going again and sell it. Uh, I think that's probably going to be the plan. It was fun while we uh, used it. And then my dad's got a fishing boat. Uh, it's a little, I don't know, bay liner. No, not a bay liner. It's a bluefin, 19-foot bluefin, you know, kind of like a Boston Whaler type boat. And he still uses that. He's had that since 1984. So bought it new then, and it's still in really good shape. And of course, it doesn't get used a lot. It's not a 
know, it's not a water ski boat or something that gets abused. And, you know, being as we get maybe three to four months that you can enjoy a fishing boat like that with, a, you know, with the weather. I mean, you know, there's the diehards that go out more than that, but, you know, for the really good weather and such, it's three to four months. Usually uh, June, July, August, and a good chunk of September is decent for, for that. And the same with the motorcycles and campers. You know, well, my dad uses, a camp, uses his camper all the way up till uh, December. He goes out to uh, some outfit to go, some place to go fishing up in the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, on the rivers. And uh, he'll bring his camper up there because. Uh, well, I don't know if it's any cheaper, but it's just more convenient to bring your own hotel room. <laughs> so that's basically what he does. So i got to figure out what I'm going to do for something to eat, because uh, Kathy and Billy were out uh, uh, school shopping, getting clothes and whatnot for school. And uh, while I was out uh, at the Lake Ann house, showing the house and they uh, got a bite to eat while they were out so I imagine when I go home I'm not gonna not gonna have any uh, any dinner prepared for me so I guess I'll fend for myself gotta go back to work tonight so I'm eat something and probably just go to bed uh, take a nap anyway it's off for four days over the weekend here. Took an extra day off uh, Thursday night. Well, actually, night off. Same difference. I gotta go back uh, tonight. Which is okay. I'm ready. You know, with all that time with the relatives, uh, it'd be nice to get back to quiet aloneness. <laughs> and then tomorrow, around 10 o'clock, I gotta go pick Bill up from school. Uh, tomorrow's just orientation day. And then uh, Wednesday we go see the counselor at uh, the school. That'll get him uh, what classes he's going to be taking. And then he officially starts on Thursday. There's a state law in Michigan that uh, they can't start school before Labor Day. Any, you know, private or public schools. Well, I guess maybe the private schools probably could, but most of them adhere to the public school schedule. And the reason for that is we rely heavily on tourism in the north part of Michigan, in the, nor in the UP and in the northern lower. So they uh, put that into law, so they're not allowed to have school pass or before Labor Day. I think they, they go to like June 10th or 11th, so they go a little later than a lot of school districts around the country do. Anyway, he officially starts on Thursday. That'll be an adjustment for him. He, uh, he likes to get up at the crack at noon. <laughs> and now he's going to have to catch the school bus at, uh, I want to say, I looked at the schedule, it was like 7.20 <laughs> or something in the morning. And he could walk it too, you know, the school's maybe a mile and a half away. So, you know, if he wanted to, he could walk it or skateboard or ride a bike, at least until the snow gets heavy. 
Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, in this winter, we're going to get him going on snowboarding. So, you know, if he's into surfing and skateboarding, I, I can't imagine snowboarding's too much different. That'll be an interesting experience for him, I'm sure, uh, being that uh, he's never seen the stuff. Hurricane Fay or Tropical Storm Fay or whatever Fay came into Florida. That's the day he flew out was when the storm surge was coming in. and He uh, was out on the beach uh, or out in the water uh, surfing during the, uh, during the hurricane. And he got uh, done surfing <coughs> and went right from the beach to the to the airport and fly up here to, to get, get enrolled in school. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know as I'd want to do that. He said the waves were pretty intense. Yeah. But what's nice about where they're at and he's in southwest Florida is the, the generally the waves that they're the undertow that you get sometimes when those big hurricanes and stuff come into the Gulf. Uh, at that part of Florida, the undertow goes along the, the, the shoreline rather than pull, pulling you out into, you know, into the deeper water. It just pulls you sideways, so if you get caught in the undertow, you <laughs> might be a little bit of a walk to get back to where you were when you get back to shore, but apparently it's not as dangerous as, uh, as the outgoing undertow can be. Okay, there are a couple guys here with, a, with vintage motorcycles. They look good. They tell one of them looked like an Indian. Not the guys, but the motorcycle. <laughs> so, so, anyway. Well, that's, I guess, probably it for my uh, mobile, portable podcasting there. I'm sure I'll come back on the big mic when I edit this together and uh, tie it all up. Kind of round, round and round and round on topics, which is okay, I guess. That's uh, what it's about. That's what I uh, usually talk about is just whatever uh, is going on. So, whatever's going through my mind. I plan on doing more of these, but uh, like I said this year, it's, this summer, it's just been real busy. And, uh, you know, with the Strange Today podcast and... Uh, ready for the uh, ham radio extra class podcast uh, you know, all the podcast activities been taken up uh, of course I went to the uh, new media expo and podcamp Ohio conferences there hoping they'll have one in uh, Chicago or uh, supposed to be one in Michigan at some point but uh, I haven't heard a lot of talk about that lately but Hoping they'll have one down in Lansing. Uh, that's where they were planning on it anyway. And, uh, of course, who knows what's going to happen with the New Media Expo. With uh, Tim Berkman there, uh, with his blog post, he was not sure he wanted to stay in the, in the trade show business. So, he hasn't set a date or a place for the one next year. So, hopefully at some point he'll decide what he's going to do. And... Hopefully there'll be something. As I said, it's always fun to, to meet new people and see old friends and meet people you've listened to. Do a little, uh, little uh, in-person networking. 
I gotta say the uh, PodCamp Ohio was was really interesting too, kind of in a different way. There wasn't as much of the the uh, social networking going on, but uh, well, well, I guess there was. We we had a good uh, couple of meetups, and of course, you know, a lot of people talking in the hallways. But you know, we went to went to the actual sessions, and uh, you know that was interesting. You know, hear how other people do things and you know, other theories on on this uh, beginning industry of uh, internet audio and video. Although I think uh, podcasting, as it is, isn't really. Uh, I mean, it's the technology that's podcasting. The actual industry is going to be uh, just internet delivered entertainment and or uh, information, you know, just as, just as the internet's sort of taking out the, uh, taking out the, the newspapers, I mean, you know, classified, Craigslist alone pretty much kills the classifieds, although we did uh, use the newspaper for the rental house. <coughs> Excuse me. Man, anyway, I better shut up. And, uh, definitely uh, do this a little more often. I guess i got to wait for the red light to turn green, don't I? So anyway, for now, this is Mike uh, in the car uh, in downtown Traverse City, Michigan. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs>